Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, prisoners, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Laffin interrogates a prisoner, where I wants to know what now. Squash receives a late-night visitor, and Sultana remembers fondly the good old days. Up at the castle... The prisoner they captured from Dajin's lair has a friendly but tense chat with Zoltana and Lafian, where they learn about other lairs and other planes. Back on the beach, Ralph speaks honestly with Bogram about their future, just as Dajin begins to scry upon the team. What awaits them in Dajin's other lairs? Would Bogram still choose the greater good? And how long before Dajin once again splits the planes? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. that he's probably eight feet tall carrying a really big spear covered in your blood I'm uh, guessing oh that's, yeah that's how the other guy looks super tall super tall uh, scary uh, and I'm gonna he didn't say, kill you I'm gonna I mean I'm actually really proud of him for not killing you because that was totally an option that he was thinking about when you, we, how, why didn't he kill you because I mean I wouldn't have let him I would have like been here but you know just because he needs me um, part of the Sentinel plan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's coming after like... me once the whole thing's over, but until then, I seem to have a, uh, uh, a free pass. Oh, gosh. Like okay. Uh, I, I was going to see if maybe you wanted to start this evening again and then just just get, get kind of drunk and sit on the Druth and talk, but you look terrible. Do you just want to lay down? Uh, no. Do you need do no. me to go? I mean, I, I can go. That's... Squash is grabbing at the gin bottle at this point. No! <laughs> Jump up, grab the gin. Oh, everything hurts. Um. <laughs> uh, why would you do this to me, Debbie? <laughs> Holding it above your head? No. no she lets you take the gin. Mm. Um, 
Cool. Uh, yeah, I thought maybe we could start again. I think I was a little bit irrational, probably because I was really upset that you... you, you did, uh, uh, did you manage it. to fix it, or is that still in progress? Uh, I have plans. Um, I think I can probably fix it, um, I think. Is there anything I can do to this help? Is, not really. Um... This is kind of definitely between Grumpsh and I about how I'm going to go about fixing that. And that's mostly just going to be me doing something I don't really want to do. But actually, it kind of works out better for what we need to do anyway. Because, you know, part of the thing is that we need to have a unique kind of bond between us. And that I need to really embrace everything that he's chatting and talking about. Like the whole, like, survival and the whole, like, like slaughter thing which i totally already nailed which is not great and then the whole strength thing which he has kind of given me because he's now like made my body well it's physically more fit than it was before it's just the other thing it's a survival thing and i think that if i just (sighs) i think if i take down the wall that me and damas put together that i think that can do it i think i can fix it like that i'm sorry that's okay. It's going to kind of like work out for the best anyway. We kind of need to make this stronger and work better. And I guess if I embrace survival, <laughs> maybe I'll survival this. Maybe. I mean, there's much better chance than if I didn't embrace survival, which is kind of, I didn't really have anything, you know, because Damas is set completely. He doesn't need me. He doesn't need his big sister hanging around, casting magic around him all the time, making him really weird, confused and worried. He doesn't need me around. Yes, he does. He's told me so. Uh, Scross is it. getting out some kind of cups or something. <laughs> oh, she's just necking it from the bottle. Like, fuck this. Uh, oh, Scross turns around <laughs> she's holding just sat on the end of the bed. <laughs> just like, all right, put the back. <laughs> you want to be civilized, she's just necking it. Um, nah, he doesn't really need me. I mean, he, he thinks he needs me, but like he's set, like he has a job. He's like a really prominent person. He has a, a clan that's big enough to actually look after him and protect him. I mean, Grimshie isn't going to be going after him at all. So he's totally set. He doesn't need me. And who knows that better, you or him? I'm his big sister. I probably know better. No, okay, fine. It's probably him. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure he'll be fine, but he definitely wants you around. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a shock when I do this for him. Uh, but, you know, the greater good, not like a dust. So, yeah. <laughs> greater good, yeah. So, things are going to be okay? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Did you I know mean, that Groom's Blade can paralyze people? Yes, isn't it cool? It can also blind people. Yeah, that's... Like, a big flash. It goes off in the face, and then they're like, what the fuck is going on? And then they're paralyzed, so there's just no way he won't win that fight. That's just a lot of awesome. bollocks, like, basilisk shit. Like, uh, he got a cheap shot in early, and... Um, he didn't kill you. Next time, he's not getting away with it that easily. <laughs> so what are you going to do, like, sneak around behind him while he's not looking? No, I'm going to run away. <laughs> and then okay, I'm yeah, going to sneak around and shoot him. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. The, the running away is a much smarter plan. I, I, you could probably get it like one good shot off him, but as soon as you fire it, he's probably going to find you. And then I just need a continue. little bit of distance. 
like <laughs> I, I I should have <sighs> no the real thing is that I shouldn't have done this in the first place but I, I get it actually um I get it if the roles were reversed I probably would have done worse actually it's um... I solve all my problems with magic and it's not always good <laughs> and uh, hey like. Uh... The magic mm. option is often more versatile, let's put it like that. Yeah. The other option true, is but... often just violence. Yeah, yeah. Um, violence in this situation would have definitely have seen you dead. Yes. No, this is not a good one. I know. <sighs> so, are you okay? Other than the three giant holes that are clearly in you. Yeah, they're not bleeding that much anymore, so I think I'm going to be fine. Um, I feel like I need to ask you something, but I don't know what. Well, uh, to quote Grimsh, um, uh, hang on, let me let me try my best Grimsh impression. <clears throat> if that rat can give you an hour, and she's like really bad at this, by the way, there's no mm. facial correlation at all. <laughs> if the rat can give you an hour... I can give you until dawn. So it's just me here until dawn. At least he's kind of waiting for an idea on how to fix this. And I already have that. And he already knows that. And he you know, kind of already talked. So I, I have until then to talk to him. So you can ask whatever you want. And I, I get it. Um, what do you want to ask? I don't know. Why is it that Grooms is so interested in you? Oh, that's a, uh, that's a. Uh... Is it what I assume? Do you remember me telling you the story about how my family kind of got wiped out? I'm going to be honest, I was in a lot of pain. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, yeah. But um, I remember you telling me about it. There was another tribe, yeah. right? Yeah, neighboring island had a bit of a tiff with my mum, and it's generations long. I don't, I don't know all the details. Um, they came over. They, long and short of it, is that they killed everyone, and uh, I killed a few of them with sulfire, and I then chased them across the seas, uh, not with sulfire, just normal fire um slaughtered a good portion of that village and then uh yeah Grimsh seen what i did and he made me an offer to stop doing that um to help him when he needed help because apparently he'd been listening to savras which not a lot of people had done and been warning about the things and he realized that hey there's more types of strength out there and maybe someone with magic would be really good to have on his corner and uh he would offer me magic and amas back so um that's why he's interested in me you know the use i don't think that's the use but yeah yeah it's He's seen your potential from the beginning, hasn't he? He's kind of been there from the beginning. I wasn't... I mean, Damas is a few years younger than me, and when I saw that he was struggling, I kind of stole Grubsh's voice from him, uh, so he wouldn't have to listen to us. He could be fine. Uh, so Grubsh has been with me for a very long time. Yeah. 
mention that the wall. Yeah. Well, the wall wasn't there when I first stole it. Like, that was just the thing. And then after I made the deal, like, his voice was there all the time. And then Damas helped me make the wall. And then maybe I could kind of concentrate a little better on being me and have a safer place for me to be me. So, yeah, there's there's that. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's that. But I actually haven't... <laughs> Since I made that deal with him and he brought Damas back, I haven't... I've only been two days without Grimsh in there somewhere so you've you've known me both those days kind of pathetic without him no that's not fair no what what are you talking about hanging around you know chatting talking being there sometimes he's there present sometimes he's just there in the background no you (laughs) Demi you don't need him and his powers I don't know, Squash. Uh, kind of got my ass handed to me when he was gone, and we needed to fight Dacian, and I went in on the wrong side because I'm, um, I'm I'm useless. And then I went through the other side, and then got my ass handed to me. And then Damas had to save me. So yeah, kind of useless without them. Nobody knew what they were doing. No, none of us chose which side we were on. You know that. None of us knew what we no, were doing. I, th- I think, and I think we I did choose which side we were on. I feel it's unfair to put <laughs> you probably on your most exhausting day compared to your best day. Grooms had ran you ragged before the the, the veil went down. Yeah, well, we, we were kind of doing the watch for when you guys got back from where you were before. Yeah. So. It's not fair. No. Yeah. I assure you, Demi, that with or without Grooms, you'd be probably very close to where you are today. He has not given you the power to make more of yourself. He's just given you the power to amplify yourself. I don't know if that makes sense, but... It does. It actually does. (sighs) I've missed this. Yeah? Yeah. You have a way of grounding me to things. I miss this. I miss this too. Does there have to be soul fire? Yeah. It does. I'm sorry I never really explained everything to you. I didn't really have the chance to start off and then I never really considered that you'd want to really know. Of course I, I do. Well, I I may not have made that obvious. <laughs> nope. Uh, kind of clue this in the dark, but yeah, there has to be soul fire. Why? I... (laughs) The gods... The gods can't leave our existence. And if they did, they tear a hole. And it would be like a god died. You know, like how when gods die right now, the structure of our world kind of falls apart? Yeah, the the portals and and the the demons and the death. Yeah, um, the demons and the death and the portals and the holes. That happens if a god were to leave our existence and they can't survive out there. They're just, they're our gods, they belong to us. But I figured out that you could carve a piece of god off, like slicing off a piece. They still won't be able to survive outside, but you could take a piece without destroying the whole. So if they can't survive outside, but we can, it makes sense to put them inside of someone. So you're going to... Avatar grooms yourself, 
and then cut off a fragment of grooms so that you can go outside. What so do you mean? When, can, yeah. What do you mean when you say outside? What are we talking about here? This is. I don't understand. So imagine, imagine a ball in an ocean. Everything inside the ball can't get out of the ball. Well, the gods can't. Um, but basically, the blissful eclipse is. Oh gosh, my analogy doesn't really work. Squash. This is really difficult to explain in a way that you may understand it. Um, the gods can't exist outside of our sphere. They can't exist outside of our existence. But we mortals can. You, Your friends have. Um, Raoul and Sultana and Lafian. They went to somewhere else and they met other people from a, a different existence altogether. It's like that. We can leave our existence. Gods can't. And when we leave our existence and go outside into whatever it is that's out there, there's this dark mess or this light mess. I, I don't know why I haven't left our existence. So I'm not 100% sure. But... <sighs> I carve off a piece of God that needs soul fire. That goes into me, the piece carved off, and my body with Grimch in it leaves this existence. And they and the other gods and the other avatars that are going to be made, they're going to protect the kind of net that's being built around our world by the Sentinels. The Sentinels are trying to make it so that the blissful eclipse can't get in, but that takes time to do that and there will be holes all over the place and we're just going to be defending those until those holes manage to close. And then once they're done, or just before they're done, I'm thinking probably just before they're done so that we can actually still get back inside without the gods and us being completely screwed outside. Once we get back inside, we'll just have to fight off whatever is left of the blissful eclipse that comes through. Am I explaining that at all Okay. Wait, am I also outside the bubble? No, you'll be inside the bubble. But you have to go outside. We're just going to be fighting off as much of the blissful eclipse from getting into our world while it's still vulnerable as we can. It's not ideal, but I don't know any other way to get the gods outside of our existence. Is anybody else going to have to do this? Yeah, there are seven of us. Well... One less now that Emil is going to be hopefully taking his Daechin's anchor into the ether. So six of us, maybe five now. But that's a different story for another day. But yeah, I'm not the only one, Squash. I'm sorry, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be poking my nose where it doesn't belong. It does. I just didn't know that you... If I'd known that you wanted to do something like kicking Grimsh out of me, I would have told you the whole plan. <laughs> I didn't realize that you needed to know. And she has like this half smile on her face. I didn't need to. I just... I wanted to... Where'd you get gin? Did you genuinely uh, go back to the gentleman's dueling club to get this? Because this is the same, like, same brand thingy. <laughs> I don't know. Genuinely. <laughs> it's, yes, I may have made a slight detour on my way back. You're ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be able to teleport and then I can pick it up for us. Yeah. Here, and she puts her hand out. 
Torchhead holding us now. Ah. Uh, you, you know. Okay, let's start with something slightly simpler. Uh, do you remember me showing you how to teleport really short distances? Yes. That sounds like a no. No. I feel like I should have <laughs> okay. said yes there. <laughs> teleport us onto the roof. Say that again. Teleport us onto the roof, please. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not sure exactly what you're expecting of me because I do not have teleporting powers. That's fine. Uh, let me see. Uh, fireball. That's what I'm going to cast. Oh, don't you? No, I'm not casting fireball. <laughs> okay, if if you don't think you have enough magical energy, you mentioned before about stealing magic from the air. Yeah, steal it from me. It it doesn't. I've been working on that, but it doesn't really work yet. It's. Have you tried? Have you practiced staying from people with magic? No, I've I've practiced. You thought about it really hard. Yes. Okay. Well, try staying it from me. All right. Uh, Squash is gonna ready himself. He's gonna. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Squash is going to try to focus himself on seeing the threats that get created when magical energy is pulled upon, and he's mm-hmm. going to try to kind of steal into the threats. So. Make an arcana check with advantage. Ooh. That's a 15. Cool. You need a 14. Um, as you pull at these threads, you can kind of feel it's a less of a stealing of magic, more of a pushing of magic. <laughs> I tie the threads You're to my getting hands. Assistant get from the other it. side, yeah. <laughs> Just pull the bloody threads. Um, as you begin to cast this magic from kind of mostly memory, and you feel the magic flowing from her into you, you can see that she reaches over and grabs the gin. Just before you feel that pull on the back of your navel, and where do you teleport your guys' selves to? It's dimension doors. It's only like three hundred feet, I think it is. Kino. <laughs> Neil, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think the roof is a good place. I, okay. I, I like the roof, and that's where you find yourselves. Um, she has like this big grin on her face. Uh, it's like, see, you did it. Crazy. Only because you, you literally presented it to me. I would never be able to do that to somebody who's not asking for it. Yes, but by practicing that skill, you might be able to take it from people who are meaning you harm. I've been meaning to ask you, do you see the threats? No. um, I kind of see more like dust. That's how it looks to me anyway. Like, there's magical dust around everything and they glow slightly different colors from each other. And then there's also a lot of magic in my veins. So I see that as glows. I feel them as glows. Mm. I can, I, like, I, I know what you're talking about, the dust, but it, it, like, the dust is so immaterial. You can't, you can't manipulate it. I can't, at least. <laughs> But it, you see him as threads, and I see it as dust. And I think Emil 
sees it as like fluid. Tea kettles? <laughs> no, but that would explain a lot. <laughs> Everyone sees and feels them differently, but the essence of what it is is the same. Mm. I've heard Laffian talk about it a lot as threads, but I think his is completely different from ours. Oh, his magic is like, I have no idea. Um, that is that is something highly unique to him, and I would love the opportunity. And, you know, if I find a way surviving this, then maybe he and I will figure that out. You can enroll in my school. Uh, tuition's not that bad, I promise. <laughs> Tuition for me will be unbelievably free. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think I... I, Stupid question. Do you think I see them as threats because I heard Laffian talk about them as threats? Or do you think there's something else that bestows that idea upon us? I don't know. I think that's a very... Philosophical question. Who's the god of magic right now? Oh, um, I know her name. Totally. Um, <laughs> Who's the god of magic? I have her right name. I need, I need to. I need to find her. Gods are gonna die. <laughs> she. She's. Uh, they. They. They're in my list of notes. Hang on. I need to go back to the notes. There's a legit name. I am curious which one it is. The, the, there's a sentinel of magic hmm. kind of working on reforging the world right now. Uh, my name is Claire. Maybe we'll ask them one day. That would be cool. Demi, you said you had found a way to prevent me from being a timekeeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want that. You don't want to be a timekeeper? No. I don't want to escape it. Oh. I think it's time for me to give up back give back a little bit. Oh. Um. Okay. I don't know what you had to do to get that. I'm sorry. But Nothing intense. I just needed to figure out how to use this more than getting it. Getting it was kind of easy, you know. <laughs> well, they say that you're like, even if you don't cast the spell you thought you were going to cast, you were preparing for another one. Right. That sounds very philosophical for someone who needs to be drinking more gin right now. Mm. At least I uh, needs to be drinking way more gin right now. What happened to that beer you were holding earlier? Did you check it, quaff it while I wasn't paying attention? No, it's downstairs. It's in in the room. Ah. Uh, (sighs) I have most of your spell figured out. Most of my spell? Yeah. The Sentinel Casty spell. Mm. Uh, It's just a few hand movements I think I need to nail down, and then I can basically give you a scroll and you can cast it from there. I mean, you already have dragon blood, so that kind of makes that really easy. But there are some things that we need to ask the others because it's all the things that are around everyone that we need to make sure that we have ready to go. Uh, okay. Um, do you want to go over any of it now or uh, do you want to have it completely figured out? No, I, I think we'll ask them before we before you guys go where you need to go. No. 
I guess we should probably figure out where everybody needs to go, huh? Yeah. What do you think? Where should we go? We have Balam and the stock. I don't know. I mean, kind of screwed either way. We don't know where to put you in Balam right now. She doesn't know any different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's doing a wiggle. <laughs> I'm excited that I had a good idea. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good. Are we good to leave them there? Yeah. I'm angry yeah. at myself. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Kiss her. <laughs> Zoltan is just outside the door. Come on, I don't be shy. That I was singing that in my head the entire time. You want that, that scene was happening? Yeah. Tia shows up out of nowhere. Wow! Wow! Um. All right. Um. If you. Think of anything while I'm babbling. Shout at me. Otherwise, we can we can hit next plots. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Don't need to apologize. They can continue their their babbling about life and all this good shit. Um, dawn begins to break. Uh, Zoltana, where have you spent the night? Are you literally spending the entire night getting stacked? Uh, no, because that would be untenable. Uh, <laughs> I am. Doing other things, like uh, maybe going to sleep, probably, in a bed. My important question is, are you up at the castle or are you down on the beach? I mean, if I can fall asleep on the beach, I'm falling asleep on the beach, man. Okay, great. Um, as you, as you walk back, you, you know, you, you see that basically everyone has, has like left the campfire and it's like down to, down to embers. So it's really easy to find somewhere to like curl up or grab one of the, any other empty, um, beach huts there around. Sun begins to rise and everyone is kind of like shifted awake, you know, or coming out of their meditations for those who meditate. Um, Emil gathers up everybody who isn't youthful um and very quickly Ama um actually no they can't lose not yet <laughs> <sighs> everyone is gathered together in the morning eating breakfast around a very quick fire which seems to spring up in the middle of the campsite as Demi just kind of like sits down um at the edge of it and just kind of like she looks a little like she's beginning to be hungover <laughs> Just, you know, putting away breakfast. Um, and she says, okay, so what's the plan for today? Where am I sending you? Um, well, that was a discussion that I had wanted to broach. Uh, I had an idea. Um, Emma, I, how, did you have any luck with finding anything for... Um... Uh, not yet, but I know where to go. I'm sorry, I got a little bit distracted trying to become a spectre. That's that's all right. I I had a thought last night. I was bouncing ideas off of Emil. Um, so what do we think about going back to the prison and seeing if maybe we can find out where either her things are if they were kept there, or and like Laffy kind of like looks a little awkward at this. He's like, find the body if that's 
I think I had already suggested that. I can't remember why I was... If you did and I don't remember, then I apologize because... I think it was something about not exactly knowing where her body was and what had happened to it. Uh, but there are possessions of hers which would probably do the same. True. I just need to break back into the prison or break back into her parents' home. I mean, Debbie, you could always just harass Lindgren into finding out where she was buried. I could. God knows that uh, it's been a long time since we've heard from the asshole. Sorry, Dick. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm super glad we didn't really have to talk to him, though, because he's not a pleasant being to be around. And I've been around some really terrible people. Yeah. Well, that, that's just my ideas thrown out on the table there. Um, uh, Bogram said there was people in the stocking, like a place of them, and that there, if we could find them, we would have like a safe place hmm. um, to not be killed in the stocking. I had rumors that there was a village, and I think that Emil said he was making you, or had made you guys, or giving you guys a potion to keep you hidden from some of the inhabitants. I had rumors that there was a village in there, that people who weren't dead were hanging out there doing stuff, so I'm glad to think I wasn't completely nuts. I thought the stalking was, like, super hostile to living things. It is. It is super bad for living things, but... Yeah, they don't like me there. They tell me, go away. Right? <laughs> if somebody tells Rala, go away, they'll probably shank the rest of us. I don't know. I mean, if Bogram knows a place for you guys to go, then you could go. He said it was then... kind of sketchy, though. Like, it was really weird. They were, like, yeah. kind of culty, you know? Mm. <laughs> so just kind of be careful. I don't know but if we perhaps... can trust them. But, you know. Uh, way too many cults. I don't like it. They seem to keep wanting to murder me, and I don't appreciate it. Yeah, I don't trust them. The stalking has a cult. Fuck that. I mean, you could go to the stalking now, and then while you're gone, I can get the thing from Liana. Or we could go there now, and then, I don't know, I could find something to do after. Okay, I feel like we're at a point where we could literally go either way. So, right. um... Luffy and pulls out a gold coin and puts it on the table. All right, someone flip it. Squash flips it. <laughs> no, no, well, uh, no, 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 no. Takes no, it out know. of the air. Like, where's it gone? Roll it, Where? too. <laughs> roll, you roll it. Squash, you're going to pull uh, something. What? No, I... I, <laughs> the fucking I just sleight love of the hand. idea of Squash, like, uh, flipping it before anybody calls anything. and just... That's... <laughs> that doesn't say anything. What the hell? Who's doing... What? Raw flips it, but sends it to the stalking plane. <laughs> no, Raw! We'll never, we'll never know. Okay, so I'm guessing, therefore, that if it's going to the stalking plane, then we're going to the stalking plane. No, who's flipping it? Did I flip <laughs> okay. it? This is, this is a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know. <sighs> um, anyway, before we really figure out where it is you're going there are some things like so i've been looking into the spell that you guys need to cast so that you can become one glorious uh -huh. whole um mm -hmm. so 
there are some things you need to pick up. One being that you need the sand because that makes the big, if I remember this correctly, if I'm seeing this correctly in my mind, which I'm probably sure they am, that there's a, a big circle of sand around the edge and we're going to be getting that from the hourglass of Bikron. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds great. Um, but there's also a wreath of seven different coloured ribbons tied together that surrounds Zoltana and soaked in blood and being that we already have the dragon's blood I guess that's the blood that's on there but we don't have the ribbons we don't know that's from and there's also a bone like a circle of bones around Raal and we need to get those bones and I don't know what the hell they're gonna be and then there's also like you know a circle of vines and dragon fruit and roses and stuff around Yulafian so we need to find those things and figure out where the hell they come from. I'm assuming that they probably need no there's no assuming I know they need to be important to you. Okay mine's easy then. It is? Uh, well, I'm assuming. I mean, if it's something important, then uh, very likely it would need to be... Okay, well, hold on a sec. Are we talking metaphorical uh, vines and dragon fruit or like literal? No, like literal. Oh, okay. Then in that case, and... my mother's garden, most likely. Huh. Okay, well, that's super easy. So we can get those. That's like, bam. That's, 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 that's one of three done. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna get the sand, so that's that's yeah. That was if if the memory that Lafian gave to me is accurate in the way that you recall it, and I'm recalling that also accurately, there is a circle of bones that was around you. I mean, why would? Hmm. I guess because that's the thing that's. I mean, is it specific? Your death. They were just bones. I, I don't really know. I don't really remember. I just remember like, ooh, bones. Like, that's not my thing. Well, that's either an easy one or a hard one. And I don't know right now because I don't know. <laughs> um, I doubt it's wanting Liana's bones. And uh, I was like trying not to look at Ama. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what they want. Magic well, is scary. It's... it's yeah, well, well, for you, I guess it's kind of scary, but it's not really for me. But I, I, I guess that's up to you to figure out. I mean, we we do have time, but we don't have a lot of time. Yeah, you just have to f figure out and turn up with what's important. I guess I just didn't want that to get forget. And when we get there, and we're like, hey, we're going to cast a spell, and then you guys don't have the things that you need because that will super fucking suck. Um, especially if they need to be kind of important to you. Um, yeah, so that's that kind of cool thing. Um, I guess now it's just, and as she's saying that, um, can I have everyone except squash roll a perception roll? Okay. Offended, but fine. A. Eighteen. Eighteen. If you get an eighteen. I got an eight. Uh, close. It's like an eighteen. Plus four, so... <laughs> 12. No. No, no, it's not a saving throw. Oh, I got an 8. <laughs> Guys, I, di I did it. I did it. Amazing. Um, for those of you who got 15 and above, of course you're going to see this anyway. Um, you can see that off in the forest, um, you can see a disturbance as if a group of people have suddenly arrived and they're kind of like, you can see sense um, in the way that the kind of like the, the birds are flying up and out, the way that the, the kind of trees are moving and the undergrowth themselves are beginning to rustle, that there is a group of people who have just arrived here on the island. 
do I hear the sound of armors and weapons? Yes. All do right. we hear the sound of a stick up an ass? Because if so, it's Dachin. I will neither confirm nor deny there is a lot of sticks in the forest. <laughs> so, Cross is going to get up, point towards where he heard the noise from, and like, we've got company, and I don't think it sounds good. I am enthused by this plan, but I think you guys need to go. Um, I, I think then, yeah, go to... Camille, if you wouldn't mind, uh, <laughs> help or move the people out. Uh, that's, that's, that's your choice. And he just kind of like nods at her and just sort of like begins to gather everyone together, um, rushing on very quickly, just grabbing people and pulling them close. Um, where am I taking you? <sighs> Fuck. Um, yeah, let's just go to Falson. We'll figure things out from there. Okay. Um, she reaches out, she grabs uh, Squash by the shoulder and grabs hold of Lafian, and the four of you feel like a pull on the back of your navel and you find yourselves standing in Falsum. Where in Falsum do you guys want to be? Near to the prism, I would, prison, I would assume. Lindgren's not going to be there, probably. Well, unless no, they've correct, taken but... the prison back over, but I don't know why it would bother. You find yourselves standing outside the prison. Um, the prison looks like it has been not exactly reclaimed. The double ones are no longer in charge. Um, you don't recognize any of the guards standing outside. You can basically see that things have returned to normal, and a lot of them are wearing um, the kind of uniforms or the colors um, of the dawn. Um, hey, Demi, so what, what was... What was uh... That, my lovely friends, I, I have a feeling that was probably Dachin, and we need to get you off this plane. As long as you're on this plane, he can scry for you, and as long as I'm... Well, I can't leave this plane, so I... I... <laughs> ah. Otherwise, you guys get knocked out of the time sink, and that's not going to work for us. Okay, great. So cool. I need to keep running, and you guys need to figure out where we're going. Um. Okay, Great. Uh, let's go see who's in charge. Good, 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 good. Um, Everybody else made it out alive, yes? Right? You see her eyes flash purple. And then she says, yep, Emil says that he got them somewhere safe. Okay, good. Yeah, there, I, I, oh, they're in Ogath, they're on the aisles. He said he'll get everyone back to where they should be fairly soon. At least it's safer. Okay. Great. Um, uh, oh. The, what? He says he's, he, he, and, and I, and I, I, I use air quotes here, accidentally sent Bogram to the stalking. Um, yeah, apparently he didn't want to deal with him, so he just sent him there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh. <laughs> he really doesn't like Bogram. Nor do any of us. He's a good drinking buddy, I think. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> yes, but he can hold his liquor. He'll probably find that city if he can. Yeah. And I can easily send you folks to him if that's. Oh. All right. Let's find these bones. Right. So you folks are rocking up to the guards? <laughs> Yeah? 
Um, did, did we all see this vision of the bones? What vision? Bros, just thinking about the bones. Did we all see the vision of uh, the yeah. bones? Okay. Yeah, so all of you saw the same vision because you all went in at exactly the same time. So I didn't have to do four different versions of this. Um, yeah. yeah, you saw that um, around uh, Rao, there was a circle of bones um, in the vision of what needed to be cast uh, when you guys become the Sentinel. Can I do a check to remember if they were dragonoid bones or if they were humanoid bones? They're humanoids. They definitely okay. weren't bones of a dragon. Okay. <laughs> you do not need to kill Ruwamwa or um, or the other for that at all. Well, or dragonborn, I guess. Well, is the... yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was specifically no, wondering if they were. They they might be dragonborn. Um, you didn't see any skulls, just oh, well. bones. So, yeah. Humanoid, not dragon. Um, dragonoid, who knows? Uh, but yeah. Well, that w- I didn't think they were dragon bones, but I thought they'd be <laughs> dragonborn specifically. Um, you probably wouldn't be able to tell, to be honest, um, unless you see the skulls. Like a uh, femur bone is still a femur bone. So, yeah. um, you rock on up to the prison. Outside the prison, there are two human female guards um they're both pretty well built um they both just seem to have that like one of them seems to have a very no-nonsense attitude you can see their eyes scanning around all the, like consistently and they clearly scoped the th- the four of you uh five of you when you arrived six of you seven of you jesus christ fucking pets um the seven of you when you arrived um like they scoped you out immediately the other one a little bit more lax. Um, their, their eyes aren't quite as keen as the other. Raw looks at Squash. Uh, if they don't just let us in, like, same plan. I just do the scary <laughs> thing and they run away. <laughs> and then we follow them in the prison. Uh, yeah. Do, do, do we have any symbols or any kind of any kind of emblems of Opella or something like that? Uh, it feels like that would be really useful at this point. Mm. Not particularly. No. I mean, <laughs> I think so. best I could think is the fact that we have the former head of the Witcher's Society, a prince, a goddess. I mean, I'm assuming they've heard of at least one of us. And if we see if Lindgren's here, I mean... I would assume that we at least oh. could go see him if he is here. Then. Good point. Maybe Lindren's back in charge. God, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, we're a lot stronger than we were when we left this place last. So, I mean, he also kind of... Right, yeah. He owes us, though. Uh, uh, owes you what? A house. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think Demi's just... eyes just kind of like close up at you a little bit. Like, what are you on? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there for that part, but uh... Pr- prisoners don't get houses. <laughs> We're not prisoners anymore. <laughs> What's it? Yeah, I guess not. I belong to the dusk, and so do these two because they got adopted. Right. I mean, technically, you're Dawn Scorch. You're the only one who is. Yeah. You didn't get arrested, though. No. They don't have me on any record. Ironically. <laughs> <laughs> you sucker. 
You fools. You've fallen for a classic blunder. You got caught. You see that? Demi reaches over and has like a hand like just above where that giant hole is in one of your shoulders. Like, <laughs> not caught, huh? <laughs> uh... <laughs> hey, we're here. Hey, guards. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Who are you visiting? Uh, is Lindron here? Oh, hey. Oh, he is wonderful. Uh, could could we uh, could we speak with him? Sultana seething in the background. Did you get an appointment? Uh no, but he'll be wanting to see us. Um, if you'd like to, who who who, hmm. who, who can I see? It is uh, Lafian oh. Rawl and Zoltana. and 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 Demi as well. Um, I keep forgetting that they were friends. Her her bloodiness, Zoltana Thunderheart. Right, so I've got one her bloodiness, Zoltana Thunderheart, one Ral, one Lefian, one Demi, who's a friend. Right, okay. And, and what about the other one? Go ahead. What? Go ahead. I'm just, I'm just squash. What? Right, okay, just squash. Okay. Well, I'll be right back and see if you'd be uh, willing to take an appointment with you. Um, with that, she turns around and like goes inside. The the one with the like the really keen eyes seems to be assessing each of you in turn, um, like figuring out clearly, obviously trying to figure out who has what kind of weapons, what kind of threat each of you might pose. Um, there's a slight nod of respect in Zoltana's uh, direction, um, and also in Demi's. Um, it she- sucks to someone who's trying to like look at us and determine what kind of threat we are, because like one of us doesn't do magic or a, a thing like yep. Lafia just looks <laughs> kind of like royalty most of the time yeah exactly it's like oh this one has political power <laughs> yep uh, like, um, this motherfucker better not start anything we could literally obliterate him and send him to a different dimension <laughs> if we wanted to <laughs> she, she could send them to a different dimension um the the woman comes out very um like pretty quickly and like basically following behind her is Lindrin's. Um and Lindrin just comes out to the front of the prison and has his hands on his hips. Um he looks like he's been working out more than he had before, um, which is something to be said because he was already built like a shipwreck house. Uh this is this is now just like a whole new level. Um <laughs> oh. Hey motherfucker, how are you doing? I, I like still him. an he's absolute like... piece of shit. <laughs> looks like it. Okay, cool. Good to know. Good catching up. <laughs> he's like the end of the world's coming and i'm gonna look fucking built i'm gonna die with a beautiful corpse um <laughs> well what good to see you too um we're a trying to do the whole... conversationalist as always yeah of course we're trying to do the whole, you know, thing that we've been doing for the past God knows how, gods know how long. Uh, mm-hmm. We need either Liana, uh, Liana, yes, yep. We need uh, Liana's either her possessions or wherever she was buried. I know that sounds weird, but either will do. <sighs> the with her family. And I take it you know where that. They are? 
Yeah. Near the graveyard. They got a two-story house, red roof, blue door, and some mausoleum in the graveyard. I take it that she was probably buried or entombed in the mausoleum. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Are there any rules about entering a mausoleum in the dusk? In the dawn? Mm-hmm. It's just creepy. Oh, I agree. I agree. Just just want to make sure we're not going to get, like, are you stabbed. Just checking you. Not planning on grave robbing, are you? Because that would be a crime that could land you in prison. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, Man, I, there I, sure I, are a lot of comedians going around right now. Hello. <laughs> Uh, ever since last night, everyone's got a funny bone suddenly. You this know, is what three in the morning looks like. <laughs> you know, uh, Lindren. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard, but that I'm the goddess of bloody vengeance now. Yeah, and made aware. Cool. Just so you know, motherfucker, as soon as this is over and we've stopped the blissful eclipse... You're on my fucking vengeance list, you prick. So, you know, you can run, you can hide, you can get guards, but I'm coming for you, fucker. Could and you I'm going to have roll. your balls. <laughs> An intimidation check for me, please. You What's can be a dick. I'm no this close to saying something, and I need to know whether he'd have the balls to say it, whether he's too intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, say the word and I'll start mind thrusting. My mind thrust has been upgraded since last time. That's a 13. Oh, he needs to build me a house. I won't kill him. Just give him a really bad migraine. (sighs) Till next week. I heard that roll through the wall. (laughs) That's ominous. (laughs) Oh. Same way as Travis on your list, huh? Oh. 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 (laughs) Laffian takes a step back and puts his hands up. Oh. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I genuinely didn't hear that, but it sounded like I would be pissed off. Yeah. um, The same way that Travis is on that list, huh? If you want to hit him, I'm... (laughs) That's why I had to have you roll. I'm like... "Mm." (laughs) Not going to stop you. I'm so sorry. I'm stabbing that motherfucker in the kidney. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> we have to go do dubious things in a in a in a graveyard. We don't we don't need guards chasing us while we're at it. I don't listen. I don't get you can't logic the you can't fucking logic Zoltana. First of all, Zoltana is always in rage mode, and, so, and I, Casey, mm-hmm. am a little bit hangry right now, so it's not helping. So he's getting stabbed in the fucking kidney. Go for it. Me, me, the I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I'm sorry. I have to do it. That's a twenty six to, to hit. 
Oh yeah, no matter his armor, like that is that is fucking going through. Um, as soon as he says that, the two guards that are at the gate, uh, they just kind of instinctively take a step back, <laughs> not having them involved in this shit. I Sultana <laughs> smiles a very calm, friendly smile. Hmm. Gives him like a nod, like okay, okay, <laughs> and uh, just in one quick move, unsheaths Cal and stabs him right through the kidney. How much damage? 16 without my Divine Wrath and without my Improved Smite mm-hmm. because I'm going to go easy. So 16 Okay, damage. yeah, that's fine. Um, in like a very quick move that he cannot dodge out of at all, you thrust Kalinmorn like pretty much like straight through the rough kidney area and you just see this like fountain of blood just shoot out from the back and the guards just very neatly sidestep that shit. Um, and then you can pull the sword out like his hands go to the wound and he kind of like drops to one knee and he just kind of looks up at you with a look of just utter hatred and annoyance <laughs> as he does that um and as as he drops to the knee and looks up at me i pull i pull callenmorn out and i just casually wipe the blood off on my pants and then resheath him and i was like <laughs> you were saying <laughs> and i'm gonna roll to into it again Oh, yeah, you don't need to. Um, oh, oh, good. Well, I got a 16 this time instead of a 13 or whatever. Uh, with both his hands, uh, like, uh, over the wounds, um, he just kind of, like, coughs a bit, and you can see, like, some blood running out the side of his mouth, and he's like, have fun grave rubbing. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that, Neil. <laughs> I need bones. I don't know what to say. When did we turn into a sitcom? Uh. I, I don't know. Um, the the guards like rush forward and grab hold of Lindren. Um, you see the one that wasn't quite so assertive as the other. She lays her hands over the wound and you see like her hands begin to glow very bright as she casts kill wounds on him. Um, it doesn't take long for them to stabilize him, but um, during this point, Demi just kind of like uh, turns to the group. He's like, okay, I think that's probably a really good time to go. Mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. Move on. Let's uh let's 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 move on. Um Hey Squash. If you'll yeah. steal their keyring, I'll put it in the stocking here, and then we'll have a way out anytime that you just have us here. It'll be great. <laughs> Squash, can I have you roll a wisdom saving through, please? <laughs> oh no, wait. <laughs> No. What, what the dickens is happening now to me? Uh, oh, we need to leave. Let me see. One second. I'm trying to conspire. No, no, that's <laughs> not the problem. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no, it's not Lindrin. Uh, Lindrin has a little bit of magic, but it's not like this at all. Oh, gee. Oh, did Dachin find us? Fuck. Twelve? Plus four from Zoltana, so yes, that's 16. 16. Uh, you still wearing the monocle? Yeah, probably. Because now he's paranoid. Good. As he should be. Um, Tio is still within range. Um, as you folks begin to make your way towards uh, where the graveyard is, um, Squash, you just feel this weird prickling on the back of your neck like you're being watched. And you are being watched. I think I think he's looking for us. 
Well, he knows where we are. I think we need to hurry. Who, Lindren? He already knows where we are. No, um... The... Dachin. No, no. You, Lafian, can you point me... There's like a thing somewhere around here, right? Oh, yeah, no, it's right there. Uh, dispel Hi. magic. Okay. Uh, uh, show me where to, where it is and I'll punch it. <laughs> I think I think they do have a HP and they do have an armor class, actually. Um, senses can be destroyed physically, but it's really tough. Um, but dispel magic also works, so totally fine. Um, here we go. Um, and spell of third level lower target ends. Otherwise, I have to make a DC check. I believe scrying is level five. So I would like you to roll. However, I will note that since you tried to steal and almost successfully steal magic from Demi, you have um, your proficiency in Arcana. Ooh, okay. Uh... Yep, it's a fifth level spell. Uh, it's not an Arcana check, sorry. I, I know, but I wanted to um, remind that you have that now. Oh, okay, okay. Because you should have gained that a couple of levels ago, but I didn't feel it was quite right gotcha, that gotcha. you should have had that. Uh, yeah, that was a shit uh, check on the uh, on the on the on the dispel magic. So on a seven, yeah. you fail. Yeah. Um, but as soon as uh, she sees what you're doing, like Demi throws her hand out, and the magic is also dispelled. Um, All right. Um, we have to hurry. We need to I go guess. very quickly. Give me your hands. And she yep. throws her hands out to you. I can hold him off, but you need to go now. Um, okay. All right. I guess we're going in blind. Uh, yeah. Good luck. Hands. Okay. Um, she throws her hands out. She grabs hold of you and she says, all right, let's do this. And she basically creates three separate runes, one on top of the other. And then she slams her hands together. And you find a tugging on your navel and everything around you dissolves into a sepia tone. And you can see everything in the world moving slowly. You can see the people around you. You can see that Demi is moving very slowly off to one side and see that she's preparing defensive magics. And then you feel another tug on the back of your navel. And you find yourself standing in a village. Oh, shit. Okay. Scenery change. Scenery change. You find yourself standing in this village. The houses all around you are broken and decrepit, and these are physical buildings. They aren't echoes. They aren't imaginings. They aren't ghostings of the physical plane. These are built buildings. They're slightly decrepit, slightly broke, constructed from wood, and some of this wood has holes in it. Some of it is fallen down to pieces. Some of these buildings are made of stone, roughly put together. There seems to be a few people wandering around, and they turn to look at you as you arrive. The roads and the pathways themselves in this small, tiny little village are made of dirt, and there's little bits of grass growing up in the alleyways. You can see piles of rubbish here and there. You can see that as you look around, the edge of this small town, there is like a very small, basic iron fence railing around it. There isn't a break in it at all. But what really draws your eye is at the centre of this village, where there would usually be a well or some such, there is a very large floating blue crystal. 
It's about 15 feet high, about 10 feet across, and it is floating about two feet in the air. Around it, there are these small, what looks like broken stone as you first look at it, but then you realise these are very well-crafted rocks. In them, they have carvings of different magical runes, some of protection, some of repelling, some of dispelling, and they are floating in a very ordered pattern around this bright blue crystal. Just ahead of you, you can see Bogrim talking to a very tall humanoid, um, sorry, a very tall human man. He's wearing these kind of dark bluish robes, which seems really out of place in this sepia-toned world. He has long, dark hair, which is tied back in a bun. This is where you find yourself. Uh, where's Bogram? He's off, kind of like by the blue crystal, talking to a very tall humanoid man. They're kind of like, they're beyond shouting distance. You can just see them off off in there. Yeah, you kind of arrived at the edge of the village. Um, Like, probably if you turn around, probably like a three-second walk, you're going to be hitting this iron railing, which is unbroken around the entire village. We should get going. The faster we get this done, the faster we can move on to the next one. If we're going to be hunted like this, then we need to be fast. All right, uh, let's go ask these people. He doesn't know where we are, though. He doesn't. That's why we came here, instead of doing grave robbing. You would know that on your arcana of 30, based on scrying, that he has to be on the same plane as you to know where you are. So he can search the physical plane and know that you're not there, but he won't know which plane you're on. But he's strong enough he could probably hop to other planes and start doing the same thing. That is a distinct possibility. Kral wants to go, instead of walking towards Bogram real quick, he wants to go back to the perimeter of the town and kind of look out of the town into the stalking. Your face gets ripped off by a fucking pixie thing. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) You look out, um, you basically turn your back on Bogram and look out across the expanse ahead of you. It's... Kind of not exactly like desert. It, like, the, the, um, the sand is a little too big. Um, it's more like lots and lots of pebbles all around you. You can see off the distance there are mountains that are foreign to all of you. You can also see nestled amongst some of these mountains that there is what looks like a swamp. There are some trees over there with very long, like, no, I'm not Will-O-The-Wisp, uh, Willow trees, the ones that have like weeping willows, yeah, long. Thank you, like weeping willows, Um, and they seem to be clumped together. And Squash's beautiful vision, you would see that this is kind of a swampy-ish area. And as all of you look around, you notice that the stars are basically completely gone. There is nothing here twinkling in the sky above you, but you do notice these small, flying, kind of greenish, glowing creatures just all around and about. You see these other small creatures that are scuttling across the ground. They're all around you, but they're not on top of you. They seem to be giving this village, this town, a bit of a wide berth. Do I see specters? No. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll turn around then and uh, (laughs) make his way over to Bogram. All right. You head on over to Bogram. 
Do I have, do I get a weird feeling like specters are allowed in this circle and bad things are not? Or is specters also oh, not allowed in um, this circle? You would get the feeling that because you're kind of maybe question mark a specter right now, you get a strong feeling like you don't belong here. Mm-hmm. Like okay. you're kind of repulsed by this area. Um, you're in a wave pool and it's trying to knock you on your ass and get you <laughs> the fuck out. Yeah. Um, I feel this weird buzzing. <laughs> Bogram sees um, your approach um, and he looks at you a little surprised. Um, it looks like he's been here for a while. Um, he's not carrying any of his traveling gear with him. Um, he's not, you know, he, he has his axe on his back as is traditional. Um, but he looks like he's like settled in and he's in like a daily routine or he's chatting with this guy. Um, and he looks at you a little surprised. Um and just kind of like nods and smiles at you, and he's like, "Oh, all right." Uh, How long have you been here? Couple of days, maybe. Okay. Uh, took me a day or two to get here from. Yeah. Where Emil dumped my ass off. Thank you very much. Uh, no, I made it here. Um, welcome to Noise Village, and uh, this gentleman here is Latnar. Hello. Ross is doing this like. It looks like he has to pee, but he doesn't. It, he just he just has like restless leg syndrome, <laughs> but it's his whole body because he just feels like he's here. Yes, it's like that. Um, Hi, um, he's just kind of moving. My friend here informs me that you're on some sort of mission. I probably shouldn't ask too many questions about. That would be a uh, good idea. Yes. Hmm. What can I help you with? We're unfortunately looking for the hourglass of Bikram. <laughs> That's fairy tale myth. Um, I assure you it is no such thing, but um it sounds like you don't know, or even... Well, yeah, you don't know where it is. That might be true. But there are... People who've been in this village, in the stalking, far longer than I have. They might be able to help. If such a thing exists. <laughs> You've come all this way braved all these dangers for a myth we've done worse has uh, Rolf brought this up to the specters I think he did immediately like ask the specters about it yeah they said they didn't know yeah Um, Uh, yeah, they said it was protected the specters didn't laugh like this so yeah I think that there's something we need to find specters and he kind of like gives you a look up and down, like he's still dancing. <laughs> Especially because we're very close to this crystal thing, which is I assume yeah. the thing we need to not be. Yeah, yeah, it's getting worse, and every time like this one particular like stone that's orbiting it kind of like comes across you, like in your kind of general area, it just gets worse. So it's like waves of annoyance. Um, he says, "Ah." <sighs> uh. If you are planning on going to seek this myth, um, (laughs) 
spectres notwithstanding, um, you're going to want some protection. You have protection here? Well, yes. And he gestures at the giant blue crystal. <laughs> I assume you're inferring that there is a portable version. There are things that you can do to make yourself less detected by the inhabitants of this plane. Uh, the Pixies, the Ixnard, the Crimson, you know, the fun stuff. There is a man. Um, he begins to, like, make his, like, he, he begins to kind of, like, walk away and assuming that you're going to follow him. Um, and he's making way towards, like, one of the kind of slightly nicer-ish buildings. Um, he says, there's a man who lives out in the swamp area. He chooses to live outside the protection of this area. I don't exactly know how old he is, but he might have... If anyone knows the myths and the legends of this place, it would probably be him. As for protections, um, they aren't cheap and they are not easy to come by here. You all need to earn the favours of people to get them. I can't just give them to you. Otherwise, we ourselves would be without protection when we go foraging. And you are, of course, intending to bring them back, right? Um, well, yeah. Um, sorry, this is a weird question, but what are you doing here? That is a rather complicated question to answer. Well, any assistance is highly appreciated. Um, our journey and quest is not uh, for personal gain. We just need to do these things. He stops outside this kind of like nice-ish uh, looking building and he says, Malwin here, she is our most prominent mage. She might be inclined to assist you, but she might ask uh, odd requests for such protections whilst wandering out and about. Um, and what kind of things do you guys trade in? I'm assuming there isn't exactly... Um, do you value gold? Can you guys leave? <laughs> oh, yes, we can... We can leave. We can travel between here and certain other planes. Apart from fairly recently, we weren't able to travel to some of them. Um, but for the most part, yes. We've been able to travel between the planes should we have need. Well, we don't. We tend to stay here. It uh, helps with some of our studies. What are you doing? What are you looking for? Same thing all of us are looking for. Answers, dear boy. Answers. Oh, finally, someone that speaks my language. Uh, in fluent Elvish, he's like, you will find I speak many languages, alive and dead. I uh, meant metaphorical, but thank you. Oh, he doesn't like it when you do that. No, I, I don't mind when other people do it. It's when you do it in particular that I get a little <laughs> miffed. <laughs> Excuse you? <laughs> don't make me get the Book of Grudges. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's the Zoltana's holy book, is the Book of Grudges. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a VHS of the movie The Grudge. We do a reading <laughs> from the Book of Grudges, chapter 
12, verse 13. And lo, did Zoltana (laughs) kick Lindren directly in the nards. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Oh, praise the black and crimson. (laughs) I have concerns. We seek answers, dear boy. Hmm. Life's many varied mysteries. Well, I don't speak with her. She is rather busy. Keep it brief. Do what she asks, and she might offer you protection. Annoy her, and we shall all turn on you, and you shall be destroyed. Task or no task. <laughs> In you go. And he kind of gestures at the door and it it opens and you can see from standing outside that there is like a lot of flickering fire like from very many different sources and whatever these sources are, they're also all completely different colours. It's kind of like a disco ball going off on the inside there. (laughs) Spooky. Yeah. Inside this home, the floors are like very well-polished stone. Um, like it's very dark stone. The table itself is made from what some of you would recognize as being onyx. Um, you can see that there are lots of magical runes that have been carved into this, some of them bright purple, some of them they would be bright green. And you see this old halfling woman. Um, she has very long gray and unkempt hair. Um, and you can see that she is studying a very big tome by candlelight. Um, yeah, that's what you see when you walk into this room. Please tell me this is like Squash's grandma or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. You could do a history check or a perception check, but this isn't Squash's grandma. Oh. Um, <laughs> that would be far too much coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's no one that Squash would recognize from Empty Shallows or anything like that. Um, hello. My name is Malwin. Take a seat, all of you. Much appreciated, thank you. Hello. 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 Um, we need to travel outside the... 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 Noise village. Um, we have to find a person out there. Um, and we were told that you could possibly provide us temporary protection until we can find them. <sighs> I could provide you with some protection from the various inhabitants of this plane of ours, but why do you wish to leave the sanctuary of no eyes? You are protected here. The answers you seek most likely here. If they are, that would be much more convenient. But from the sounds of it, it seems like this person that dwells in the swamp has uh, the answers we seek. Oh, he has a dick. I would not speak to him. He lies. He's full of lies. He says he is thousands of years old. He says that he is he is from the age of heroes. Can I get Nora read? Sure. It's going to be difficult. A few things in life are worth doing if they're not. <laughs> 26. What are you trying to read? Uh, if this person is, like, trying to lie about this person being bad and a liar and this, that, and the other... You get the idea that she might be exaggerating a little, 
but you do get the feeling that she thinks this person is a piece of shit. <laughs> He's a liar. Claims to be from the age of heroes. He claims to be from an age long past. No way anybody could live in this stocking for an age without protection, but he wanders around like it means nothing to him. All right. Mayhap you have the answer for us then? What is the question? And what are you willing to pay for it? We need to find the hourglass of Bikram. And what price are you willing to pay for my knowledge? That depends on if it is knowledge worth having. If you tell us you don't know, then what is there worth bargaining for? <laughs> I know something. If one were to put it on an arbitrary scale, if one might say on a scale of one to ten, ten being you know all about it, one being nothing at all. Oh, please. Nobody knows all about it other than the timekeepers. I know... I know enough. Enough to get us there? Take a persuasion roll. 22. I know enough to get you... I may not know exactly where it is, but I knew some of the trials that you were faced just getting to it. Why do you wish to know about the hourglass of Bikron? Very dangerous and strong magics, my friends. Is that your border? We answer your question, you answer ours. What are you willing to offer? What would you be interested in? What do you have? That depends on who you ask. <laughs> Is it sad that I look over my inventory, the first thing my eyes lock on are the fucking, the three fucking porn books. <laughs> I imagine you probably need some reading material. No. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 that door locks, I may have something you're interested in. It. <laughs> you know what a stocking needed? More bones. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you seem to be having a hard time deciding what you have to offer an old lady like myself. Go away. Think about it when you have a firm offer. We kind of need to move rather quickly. Well, then you better make an offer quickly. What are you doing here? Me? What? No, like, all, all of uh, you have questions, yes? What yes. questions are you trying to answer by being here? It is a rather complicated question to answer. We are doing what everybody is doing. We are looking, simply looking for answers. But if I don't know the question, how do I know how to help you find the answers? Ah, that is in fact one of the things we are looking the answers oh, for. No. What <laughs> questions should one ask? You fool, okay. you've fallen into her trap card. Fuck, I can't help this. Uh, okay. <laughs> And tell you what, 
Go away. Think about what you need to ask. Think about what you are willing to trade for such information. I can make your life a lot easier. Or, of course, you could just go to the liar in the swamp. Unprepared. <laughs> but I would not if I were you. Uh, you, you have protection from the specters? Yes. Why do you have protection from them? What would they do? Because we should not be here. What oh, would they would put there? us back in the physical plane, and we do not want that. We cannot find the answers there. Okay. It is all about being here. I imagine that has something okay. to do with the time difference. Yeah, that makes some sense, but it's just I was scared there was more than that. <laughs> Death? No. No, they wouldn't be so cheesy although. We'll be back momentarily, I'm sure. Good. Go outside, have your little conversations together and figure out what it is that you really want. Sure. And with that, she kind of does that hand motion thing, um, like really tiny. But as she makes these tiny little gestures with her hands, you just feel these like waves of like air and force just kind of like pushing you back in your chair. Like this woman needs her space or wants it or just doesn't want you in here anymore. Um, okay. Yeah. And with that, the the four of you, five of you, six of you, goddamn pets are kind of shooed out of this tiny little hut um, back to where Bogrim and... Um, Latnar are standing. Hi everyone, Ral here. Welcome to the Stalking. Hope you're having fun. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And special thanks to patrons Crystal Nodin. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. But thank you so much for your support. We really, really appreciate you. And I would also like to thank Nick Mead for the name Landar. And Library Cat for the name Malwin. Thank you all so much. We appreciate you as well. If you would like to find our website, you can find us at theluckydie.com. You can also find our parent studio website at blighthouse.studio. You can find many links there for mostly anything you're looking for. So thanks again, everyone, for listening to the episode. We really appreciate you, all of our patrons. And we will see you all next time. Bye. What would you do if I told you that the world is not what it seems? You're telling me that potato salad is the key to other worlds. Ha! It's not even the best side dish. And people are not who they appear to be. I don't know that we can trust Master Duche. Well, I know for damn sure we can't trust Charles Edward Cheese. My name's not Mike. Where puns run rampant through the streets. The Global Adventurers Guild Master Enterprises will not stand for this. Well, it's gag me for sure, so I'm pretty sure they take everything on their knees, don't they? And it's hard to tell who the real monsters are. Well, yeah, it's a mimic. But I'm Francis the Lion. Three heroes. You have my sword. You have my kazoo. Oh god, my hip. Face off against three villains. Never again will they enslave me. We'll make damn sure of that. I'm Francis the Lion. We, we know. know. To keep the world of Euphray from ripping apart. This damn portal won't close. Have you tried turning it off and back on again? 
and Tim and Terry from getting even more screwed. They're totally werewolves. Yep, they're definitely werewolves. Holy shit, those guys are werewolves. Welcome to A Fool's Quest. A Fool's Quest can be found on all major podcasting platforms simply by searching A Fool's Quest. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.